0: Hey everyone, it's Carrie Beach and welcome to the Traveling Pony Podcast. I know what you're thinking, what? There's nobody else on the podcast episode this week? Trust me, I tried to find somebody, but I couldn't find anyone who had time. So for this week's podcast episode, it will just be me doing what I do best, rambling on about my life. Before we get into the podcast episode, I want to give a huge thank you to everyone who has been supporting me lately on this journey and who has been listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It means so much. I love going and seeing what people have reviewed and all of that type of stuff. And by the time this episode has been released, the traveling pony youtube page will also have launched so on this week's podcast episode i wanted to talk a little bit about the future of the traveling pony and kind of my plans moving forward as everyone knows i made the traveling pony during the beginning of this year it was about the time when sloan was diagnosed with having a keratoma. I've always been the type of person who does a lot of writing because of my background with having published some novels. So, the concept of doing a blog to me was pretty easy. My life was changing, especially with everything going on with Sloan and just some other things outside of that. So, I sat down and kind of was like, where do I go from here? I was not making nearly enough money to kind of cover my financial stuff and still to this day I'm not really making that much but I did realize how extremely lucky I am that I do live in a situation where I am NOT swarmed with bills and living expenses so I realized that I had a little bit of time to kind of sit back and say okay what do I want to do what are some options and Can I see this possibly being something that I want to seriously go after? I remember (laughs) writing down a list of a lot of different things because at the time I was also doing a lot of reading up on some bodywork type stuff. So I made this big list. It had a circle in the middle and in that little circle was what I wanted to do with my life, where I wanted to go. I'm extremely lucky and extremely thankful for the opportunity to have a barn at such a young age, especially one that I was able to kind of create and design, and I am so fortunate to have that opportunity. Even then, I have said probably multiple times if you've had a conversation with me, that even though I have so much right now, I am the type of person who's brain never stops wanting to keep going forward and keep getting things that I want. It sounds really bad, (laughs) but my mentality is if I want something, I want to be able to have it. I don't want anything to be holding me back, especially if it is something that I can physically change by doing something more. The reason that ties in with having the barn is because I see myself in the future still having this place still doing all this type of stuff but I want it to be different than how it is currently I've seen some amazing walkers <laughs> such a weird thing to want right but there's been some like amazing walkers that I've sat down and I'm like oh it's a euro walker of, like six or eight horses right and in the middle it's like a lunging area and that would just be an amazing thing to have but <laughs> Realistically, if you were to sit down and see how much I am making, um, that walker is probably not going to be happening anytime soon. So, I made the list. I made the circle. I little did little lines, you know, going away from the circle with smaller circles that kind of said, okay, I can do X, Y, and Z. Here's what maybe I can make, and will this contribute to my end goal? There were a variety of circles that I had made and they included things like possibly doing body work, I own a MagnaWave, I was like, well maybe I'll do something with that. As well, there were some circles that kind of had things about judging. I still definitely want to pursue my judging card, but that's probably something that will happen a little bit later on in my life when I have more experience and more to my name to prove to people that I'm actually someone to be taken seriously. But one of those circles was a blog i had no clue about anything regarding podcasts blogs all of that was just some something i literally saw online and was like hey okay this includes writing this includes photography which i definitely need to up the photography side of things but it was something that pretty much it sounds crazy anybody could technically do all you have to have is basically a computer You have to buy a domain and get a website, and then basically, that's it. It's up to you then to write everything down and create the blog post. With my writing background, it was pretty much super easy to write the word count needed for a blog post since, for the most part, blog posts are going to be about a thousand to two thousand words. They don't want anything lengthy because the whole purpose of a blog post is you click on it, you read it super quick, you read the whole blog post, and that's that. Once you get into the really upper levels like 3, thousand, ten thousand, which I don't think there's... I've not seen a blog post with 10,000 words. But once you get in that type of levels, the problem is, is that most people are not going to consume that or read that in one sitting. They're going to space it out, and typically when that happens, the blog post is going to be forgotten, or somebody's just, quite frankly, going to be tired and not want to read it anymore. So I made the blog to kind of give some insight onto Sloan. I still would like to go back and continue the series with his recovery when I was trying to find what exactly a kiritomo was because I had no clue when they diagnosed him with that and the same thing I had no idea what the timeline was what the care was none of that there's really not that much about kiritomos when you google them so I thought what a great idea to make a blog right somebody in the world (laughs) besides me definitely probably has just as bad luck as i do and their horse probably has a kiritoma and they're probably in the same boat as i am just sitting there like what in the world is a kiritoma (laughs) the vet told me and she was like you know we don't think he tore his collateral or whatever we think he is a kiritoma and i was like akira what like is that better or worse the problem with the blog is i can write so much so many words But my mind has to be in a pretty good place to write and during that time period and even now I struggle a lot with my mind being in a good place sometimes so the blog started to kind of slack off and that's when I turned to hey you know maybe I can take this blog and this idea and this brand that I'm trying to create and transform it into something more which was a podcast I have never recorded a podcast before quite frankly before this i had never even listened to a podcast for the most part when i am out at the barn or i'm in the pastures i really don't listen to music but i do listen to some motivational speeches because i find them very helpful for me to just kind of get me in a good mood so i went on the podcast app on my iphone and it was like All of this new stuff was opened up to me and I saw that there were actual equine podcasts and so I started really getting into them and listening to them and to this day I still listen to a good deal of equine podcasts. Definitely my podcast listening has turned more towards the marketing business, that side of running a podcast blog and YouTube channels so it's changed but I consume a good deal of podcasts and actually... When you go on the podcast tour, there's even motivational speeches, so I listen to a lot of motivational stuff as well. The first couple podcasts I did just consisted of me rambling, and, you know, I'm really good at that, it seems. (laughs) So I just rambled a lot, just kind of spat my little ideas and thoughts out and let the world hear them. From Probably the world really didn't care nor want to hear them. And then I was like, you know what? It would be a lot of fun to try and get somebody on the podcast to talk to me, but I really don't enjoy having uh, phone conversations with people, so I was kind of put off. I'm 100% the type of person that if you try and call me, unless it's an emergency, I probably will not answer. Uh, Text messages are my way of life, (laughs) my way or the highway. So the idea of doing podcasting, especially being on a phone call with somebody and also just talking to somebody that I had never met before really scared me at first. So the first podcast was, you know, I tried my best and I was definitely very nervous. And (laughs) the funny thing is when you do these podcast episodes and you have guests on, you can tell who's nervous or who's not. Even if they don't openly like tell you that they're nervous. You can sometimes hear it or you can just kind of hear how they talk and they really do rely on you (laughs) to guide the conversation, to kind of give them some confidence to talk about certain things or, you know, if you want one part of the conversation to be explored more, that is completely up to you. Most people... And I do a lot of editing on these podcasts. You know, it takes me, if it's a long podcast that's over an hour, it can take me anywhere from one to two days to edit it, sometimes longer. So a lot of people don't see that sometimes I will push the conversation a little bit more or I'll just kind of nudge them along. I didn't have that when I first started doing the podcast. I mean, I've done what six podcast episodes i'm really not some pro or something i'm still learning and still stumbling along the way but i've gotten a little bit better about trying to put confidence in some people and being like hey you know like they want to hear what you have to say if somebody's joining this podcast episode they probably don't want to listen to me try and nudge you along on a conversation they want to hear about your experiences your input just let it out like I'm fine editing a podcast episode that is, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours long. If it is something that you are passionate about, if it's something that you want to speak about, because trust me, if you want to speak about it, if you want to talk about it, somebody else out there will find that just as important. It just may be one out of ten people. Who knows? Or sometimes... There's things that I've thought are really important are not going to be really impactful. But then later on, people are like, hey, I listened to this and I thought this was really good. And I would have never thought that. So the podcast is something that I'm continuing to grow. I actually have been sitting back recently and think I want to continue to grow it a little bit more in the sense that I'm thinking about releasing almost two episodes per week. Tuesday will always be the normal podcast day. You know, if I can get a guest on, great. It will probably be Tuesday that that episode is released, but like this week, since I'm unable to get a guest, it will just be me talking about certain things. Friday is going to be the other day that I'm going to try and do a second podcast episode. This will be a shorter podcast where I will talk maybe about something that's happened, some stories or some motivational things that I've heard and how I've taken some of those motivational things and turned it around and put it towards the horses and how it might be beneficial to somebody who is listening. So hopefully if that goes all right, there will be two podcast episodes released a week. The plan with a blog is Thursday is typically blog day. And lately, I have been doing recaps of the questions from the interviews that are typically done on Tuesday. I am not 100% certain how many people actually want to read the recaps. I mean, if you've listened to the podcast, why read the recap? So that's definitely something that I am kind of sitting back and trying to just think where I want to take it. Like, do I want to keep doing these recap questions on Thursday? Because recapping the questions do take a little bit of time. What I do is I take the podcast episode that I released to you all and I listen back through. I write down basically my questions, their answers, and I kind of edit it sometimes because some of these questions get really long responses and it does take me a good deal of time of listening to the podcast typing a few words going back listening to the podcast trying to make sure and I get the words exactly the same so I've just kind of been sitting back and thinking okay do I want to keep doing these interview recaps do people listen to them I don't know So Thursday might start to change to the point where I'm doing a little bit more original blogs. This might include Sloan's Recovery. Just trying to get it where the content is different, which might attract more people onto the website. I think it's great to have the podcast recap questions, but if you're a podcast listener, like you are... Why would you necessarily want to go read the recap questions? You might want to go read about something completely different like Sloan's recovery, see pictures of his foot, see pictures as he's continued to heal, all that type of stuff that is new content, that is different, that is exciting, that's something that you want to consume. I would also like to try and have two blog posts. Do I know if it's going to be realistic? I have no clue. I've set up a new schedule. And we're just going to give it a couple of weeks and I'm going to see if mentally and physically I can handle putting out that much content between the editing, recording, marketing side of it. We're just going to give it a whirl and we're going to see how I can handle it. So that's kind of my idea for the blog. I just recently made a YouTube channel. And the YouTube channel is going to be used for a variety of different things. This is going to have completely original content outside of the podcast. And a lot of this content will probably go onto TikTok. The Traveling Pony does not actually have a TikTok. I use my barn name for the TikTok because of the fact that that's what I originally created. And quite frankly, I cannot manage to separate TikTok accounts when I manage to separate Facebook and Instagram accounts. The YouTube is going to consist of things like behind-the-scenes footage of how to record a podcast for somebody who maybe wants to start and try one. It will also have behind-the-scenes footage of me drafting up blogs, kind of talking about where I get my inspiration. It will probably also include videos of the barn Just giving a different side because I think a lot of people forget that I also do things with horses. I'm really pushing a lot with the podcast and the blog but you know I do have a barn, I do have horses, I can kind of show that side of my life too opposed to doing podcasts where I'm only ever interviewing other people. Another reason why I decided to create the YouTube is that I am trying to branch out and do press coverage for horse shows. It's something that's still in the work, but I'm hoping to do GHA finals and do some press coverage for it. So I wanted to be able to record videos, record interviews, do all that type of stuff and have somewhere to post it. While it's all fine and dandy to say that I will make a podcast episode including things from GHA finals, it is probably not as doable as a YouTube video. The reason for this is because I like to keep my podcast a certain length of time. And most of the time, these interviews that I'm going to be doing are a few lines, few quick questions. The audio quality might not be great. When I'm in a field or a situation like that, it's really hard to get like outstanding audio quality, especially I think when you're doing a horse, you know, they're constantly moving around. It's just really difficult. So I decided that the YouTube channel could be a great way for me to get videos put the audio over top if needed, or just sit down with somebody and have a conversation and be able to video it. Hopefully for GHA finals, I will be doing some press coverage for events like JD Pounds, the charity challenge, and the other night classes. There's a possibility that I will try and do interviews throughout the weekend with people who've maybe won their divisions or won the derbies, It's just gonna really depend on how the weekend goes because I've never done something like this before so definitely check out the YouTube if you're wanting to see stuff like that it's gonna be completely different content from the podcast like I said I've got a lot of content I've got to keep creating in my mind it's a it's a lot you know (laughs) the YouTube channel is under the traveling pony name Because it's new and it doesn't really have that many subscribers right now, it's probably easiest if you go on my Facebook page for The Traveling Pony because the link is there. If you type in The Traveling Pony on YouTube, you just might have to scroll. Funny enough, (laughs) a lot of My Little Pony stuff comes up. (laughs) I tried to look it up. I was like, my little pony? I mean, that's fine, that's fine. So the last little thing that I am working on in the direction that The Traveling Pony is going, this is a little bit separate but I want to include it because I will be recording things on the Traveling Pony YouTube channel and possibly even the Traveling Pony podcast and maybe, just maybe, if I can get through it all, I will possibly be doing an audiobook. Probably will not be releasing things on the podcast channel, but there might be some fun little stuff coming up on here as a promotional thing. I am in the process of working on an equestrian novel series. This will probably be a series targeted for middle grade slash young adult kids, but I haven't really decided. As many people know, I write a ton of epic high fantasy for adults, and this is just a completely different thing. I've never, never (laughs) written a story like this before, and I didn't even know equine novels were a thing until I just happened to go on Facebook one day, saw somebody who'd written a novel and, you know, she was going to these shows and having these signings and I was like, that is such a smart idea, especially considering that I am used to epic high fantasy novels running about anywhere from 80 to 150,000 words, a novel like young adult middle grade is going to be more in the 60 to 80,000 range. A good writing day for me where I can spend a lot of time writing is typically anywhere from 10 to 15,000 words that I can do in one day. I would say every day, normal life, if I've got about an hour to sit down and my brain's in a good spot and I've got some creativity flowing, which <laughs> is always, always at night, which sucks because if you know me, you know I'm not a night person, but it's always at nighttime. Nine o'clock, I'm like, i I'm flying. But on a normal day, I am typically averaging about two to three to 4,000 words for the novel, which at the rate I'm going, I would love to try and have this novel done before Christmas time. That way it could be something for somebody to get their kids a present, or somebody they know a present to kind of get them into the whole writing thing. It will probably end up being a series. And consists of multiple books just with how it's kind of going. I basically have not drafted much out because I do not draft anything out for my normal stories. I created a character, I created a endpoint of the novel, and in my mind I do whatever I can to get to that endpoint and then go back, fill in the plot holes, and that's how I write. So I think that for the most part I've basically gone over everything that I wanted to for The Traveling Pony. I've talked a little bit about the podcast, blog, YouTube channel in the novel that will be coming out. Hopefully next week there will be a podcast guest because I know that everyone loves it when I can do interviews and discussions. So you'll have to bear with this episode just being me rambling on for a little bit, but I hope you guys enjoyed it and I hope you can kind of understand the direction that I'm hoping this will go into. I would love for the podcast, blog, YouTube, oh my gosh, there's just so much to say. But I hope that it will continue to grow. Maybe, maybe, just just a small maybe, even make me just a little smidge of income and that way I can put more back into it with the marketing and continue to grow, expand, and be presented more opportunities than I already have, which is crazy to say because I have probably done more with this than I would have ever thought. It was just a small little idea that I made to try and do something with my life and hopefully one day make some money. And I remember giving my dad the piece of paper to look at. And I said, uh, We were at the seven acres on the corner of Birmingham four way stop. And I just asked him, I said, Well, what can I do? <laughs> what can I do? And I said, You know what? I'm going to try this one first. I'm going to try the blog. And then the blog turned into the podcast. And then the podcast turned into the YouTube. And hopefully the YouTube will turn into a novel. Which who would have ever thought because it was just one small circle. So I hope that gives a little bit of inspiration for anybody who's maybe thinking about doing something that you would have never thought about doing before. You'll never know what will happen unless you actually take that first step and do it. So if you guys enjoyed this week's podcast episode make certain to leave a review make certain to follow because a vast majority of the people who listen to the podcast don't even follow <laughs> do you know how easy it is to follow all it takes is one little easy quick and you are going to be following me and even if you never listen to another podcast again just having the followers does a ton of for the ratings and finding it on the apple store so make sure you follow make sure and you leave a review and if you ever have any questions you can find me on most social media you can find me or email me at thetravelingpony11 at gmail.com and i'll be more than happy to talk or kind of listen what your thoughts are so i have one last question for you all the question that everyone has where will the traveling pony be next